Welcome back to Coping with Jesus. Our podcast is brought to you by St. Walter Church in Roselle, Illinois. My name is Donna Burke. I'm Julie Majofsky. We are your hosts. (laughs) Yes, we are. Yes, we are. What are we today? I don't know. We are the elves or something. We are. Um, We are busy. That's what we are. We um, are doing a special Advent um, podcast uh, these last couple of weeks. And um, we began with uh, the podcast about hope. And then we moved to uh, love. And today we're going to talk about joy. Joy, joy. Joy, joy. You're going to sing the song? No. Not I don't joy. <laughs> I'm not allowed to sing. <laughs> um, so um, we've had a lot of joy before we came on. So um, let's see what we believe in uh, the word joy means. And our guests today, we don't have the full house, but we have a pretty full house. Our guests today are Lisa Mann. Hello. Avalyn Garfias. Hello. Beth Summers. Hello. And Annette Spezio. Hello. With a cast like that, Julie, we shouldn't have to do much at all. Right. We're just right. going to be quiet and I'm let them talk. Sit back. Okay. I didn't even have time. Joy. I have oh, such joy. joy. Oh, joy. <laughs> I, I have had such joy today that I haven't even had time to look up the definition of joy. So, um, anybody have that handy? Uh, no, but I could look it up. Check it up. Okay, so let's just see what what does joy mean when you hear the word joy. What does it mean to you? Okay, so the definition of joy is a feeling of great pleasure and happiness, such as tears of joy, the joy of being alive, a thing that causes joy, like the joys of Manhattan, which is an odd thing to say. <laughs> um, that's the noun, but then there's also the verb. Joy, which is rejoice. Okay. I and like I think that. that's more what Where we celebrate going. during but Advent, right? We'll see. So, Lisa, you might want to start because it's your birthday, and sometimes birthdays <laughs> sometimes birthdays bring joy. Um, so what does joy mean to you? Father, Father Binu said something the other day during his homily about when there's times of either suffering or trouble that you can still pull from that deep well of joy Mm -hmm. and rejoice. And I think that's kind of lingered this week because this morning when I woke up, it's, it's not that I didn't feel happy to have another day in another year. It was more, this weather was really gloomy and it's like, yeah, we can still find some joy despite all these clouds, despite the gray, despite the rain, despite, Mm -hmm. (laughs) despite the bluster. So I, that's true. I I just kept going back to that with, you know, hey, I woke up and it's going to be a good day. So do you think joy is a choice? Sometimes I got to choose it. <laughs> that's a good question. And that's a, a good start off, Lisa. Um, when I was thinking about coming for the joy week, which is funny, I have to say first, I wasn't going to make it to the joy week and I wasn't. Sorry about that, because like I, I don't uh, like I, I don't. Str- Here's what I'll say: I don't strive for happiness, and I don't even, um, you know, in my work, like I'm. I, I'll tell that to people often. I'm like, we're not really going for happy here. Like that's not in 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 faith. I believe that that's what you were just mm-hmm. uh, kind of referring to, mm-hmm. Lisa. That mm-hmm. so 
um, I'll finish the sentence here sooner or later. When I think about <laughs> when I think about joy, I thought about this that if I feel like it doesn't mean happy. Right. Happy and joy are two very different things. Mm-hmm. You know, I think happy is it's not a bad thing. It's just a little more on a superficial level. Yeah, happiness comes and goes. It's very fleeting, right? right? right. Like I can be happy to have a piece of chocolate. It'll make me happy mm-hmm. for a minute, right? But joy, like you were saying, Lisa, to me is a very spiritual thing. It's that deep felt contentment, and it's not fleeting; it's right. lasting. Right. And that I think is what we're uh, the definition that Julia you you read us too talked the verb you know to be joyful to be um, joyous is um, more of a choice. It is a choice. Yes. And um, one more thing I'll say about that: it reminds me a little bit in the twelve step program. You hear people talk about they're striving to be happy, joyous, and free. And I've come to understand what that means. Again, the happy part is maybe just kind of a um, a mood more, but the joyous and free is a really a deep felt faith. You know that I can be, I can have some troubling thing going on and still be joyful. And I just really think that's the message about joy. The holy kind of joy. And to your question, Donna, is it a choice? I think to rejoice is our choice. Oh, what, is that is that fun? Oh, to good. rejoice is our yeah, choice. I really just made that up. I didn't see it anywhere. <laughs> we can because, get that made into a shirt. Yes, <laughs> we'll, we'll print it up. And I think that we can all look at the bad things that happen to us and the gloomy day and the the things that are wrong with our world and to rejoice is to see, to be the optimist and to rejoice in what we have been given and what we look forward to and mm-hmm. that anticipation of, of days coming up. And we can rejoice in what we have. Mm-hmm. So I think rejoice that is the big choice. That. Rejoice and be glad. Is that a psalm or something? You know, rejoice, rejoice and be glad. Are rejoicing. It's because you're feeling... Yeah, and you're choosing it. You're choosing to rejoice. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, don't you have that sign in your office? I know I have one in my home that says, choose joy. Mm-hmm. Choose joy. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. It's definitely a choice. It's definitely not always easy, as we all know. But I think that those who are choosing joy um, are those that are not necessarily happier, but more at peace. That's right. And I think joy and peace are so related. Yeah. And we think of joy as excitement. And when we were younger, we were going to go to great America, and we were excited, and we were joyful. And as I get older, I feel like if I feel joy, I also do feel peace. Mm-hmm. But peace, and they seem like they would be opposite, that when you're joyful, you're, you, you know, you're running, you're going, you're happy, and peace is your calm. But I don't think that's the case. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that they're parallel. More, more. I think they're more parallel. Right, right. What was it that so, Father said, Father Mario said this morning when he was talking about his, the video that he played and finding joy finding in Jesus and the Eucharist. What was that exactly? Whatever he said was just 
You want me to remember his exact words? Hmm. <laughs> remember yeah, my age? <laughs> remember my age? Remember the spirit of his words might be close. <laughs> so I went back to my office a few minutes ago to get this because I had, even though it's Advent, I had a Lent meeting last week, and this little prayer came up. And it so said what you're talking about, that joy doesn't just have to come from the birth of the baby. It could come from the death of the Savior. And... Um, so it says, um, Lent is a season in which we ought to be surprised by our joy. Our self-sacrifices serve no purpose unless, laying aside this or that desire, we are able to focus our hearts' deepest longing, the unity with Christ. In him, in his suffering and death, his resurrection and triumph, we find our truest joy. That's Lent nice. is about being surprised by joy. But that... That reminds me of, like an old, actually Anita's father, um, who was getting up there when he was put in the nursing home. But he used to come to mass every day, and he wasn't a man that was always smiling. It wasn't like you looked at him and said, "Oh, what a happy man." It was just, but joyful words came out of his mouth every morning. It'd be like, "Hi, John. How are you today? It's a beautiful day, isn't it?" Or, "Well, God gave me another day." You know, and beautiful things. So I was going to say, yeah. what can we notice joy in people? How do we how do we recognize yeah. joy? In people? I think that's a great different than happy. Yeah, definitely. I think it's a great thing. You you know, we're all seeing the difference is the that contentment piece too, right. peacefulness, contentment. That Anita's father, who didn't, uh, you know, show this joyful, bubbly kind of out exterior. But he had that inner peace. inner peace. He was content knowing that he was saved by Jesus. Mm-hmm. He was, this life is fleeting. And, mm-hmm. you know, and um, there's a deep, you know, uh, rejoicing in that. And that's, that is such, you said this last time, too, about, um, I think, with your youth, you uh, were focusing on the corpse, on the, um, oh, yeah. on the crucifix, mm-hmm. and... And how, um, I mean, and I think you even tied it into that on Christmas we should die. die to self. You know, that, and I thought that was so powerful, but that's, that's joyful, mm-hmm. really, because there's a lot of things in this world that we need to die to, mm-hmm. you know, and I think to our listeners, sometimes I want to, I want to always say, you know, it doesn't mean that it's going to be a happy day. Right. That doesn't mean we're not joyful in right. God. We're not joyful. There's not a holy jo- holiness to our joy, you know. And I think going off of like, can we recognize joyfulness in people? Um, I was sharing this with um, my deanery youth ministers. Um, that to me, Father Mario is that example. I've mm-hmm. been I've been around many priests, and I'm blessed to call a lot of them personal friends. Mm-hmm. And not all of them are always joyful. That's right. Sometimes I do see their humanness, you know, and right. and it's normal, right? It's yeah. absolutely yeah, normal. We're human. we're human. We're human. But I can authentically say the Father Mara is a really great example of that mm-hmm. um, because we've seen him go through highs, lows, and everything in between. But he 
he's always joyful. He's always happy. And it's not, well, not always happy, always but, happy. but there's peace. Like you were saying, he because has Because he always turns it to Jesus. To Jesus. Whenever he's mm-hmm. sad, if you ask him about anything that went bad, that, you know, right. was right. causing mm-hmm. him to be a little down, right. he'll turn it to Jesus. To Jesus right away. And he that's recognizes. that's where you see the peace. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. He models that very, very well. He does very, model very, that. Very well, yeah. And therefore, because he's modeling it and practicing it, I think it comes down the line yeah. to mm-hmm. the rest of us. Right. right. To, to the whole St. Walter's right. Church and yeah. all its people. He's I fathering, think. he's parenting. Mm-hmm. Way, yes. mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. And Jesus did that with his, mm-hmm. his apostles. He right. modeled peace. Right, because Jesus wasn't always happy either. No. I mean, he cried at his best friend's death. He right. cried, you know, he flipped over tables in... In the temple, he he had anger. He had all the human emotions that we have, yeah. fear even, and he was God or is God. And yeah. but when someone came to him with a need, and he was able to help them, it was he just exuberated joy that right. he even through exhaustion and everything else. Yeah. Right, it was like that was. It was almost like, thank you, thank you, God, that you allowed me to to be there for this person. Right. And that's the true joy. And that's what you're saying, I think, and that the difference between happiness. Happiness, I mean, I'll be very happy when I get my wrapping room emptied out and everything <laughs> wrapped and ready for, for Christmas. But that's just, you know, I'm happy to right. see, my, see my room. But I will feel joy when I have all my family together. Around those gifts, you know. So I think there's a difference. Mm-hmm. Big steps every day. It's, you know, when you wake up, it's, you know, spending a few minutes in prayer, being grateful for, yeah. you know, pick your list. <laughs> Start with mm-hmm. waking up. You woke up. There's one yep. thing to be grateful for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pick another one. And, you know, and right. just one step at a time with, I like with that. practicing joy. Yeah, make sure you stop numerous, many times during the day. Or in this hour or in this minute, you know. Well, that's a good mission to, or assignment, I think, to put out there for us and everyone else. Mm. Maybe set a timer on your clock. I remember, uh, however many years ago it was, that I made my Curcio, uh, Annette, um, Johnny's wife, Marta. Marta. <laughs> oh, I know what <laughs> was you're going to say. Oh, yeah, and she, she talked about Jesus time. Mm-hmm. which was 10, 10 on the clock because that's two hands outstretched. Mm-hmm. And every time I see <coughs> 10, 10 on my phone or my watch, that's immediate prayer. Yes. I love to explain that to people, but I thought you were going to tell about um, when she gave a talk once, this is my sister-in-law, Marta. She, if she were listening, she'd feel like a saint right now. But, <laughs> but um, she talked about the joy she got. And this was years ago, so she probably doesn't do this anymore. The joy she got when she was on her hands and knees scrubbing her kitchen floor. Oh, yes, she did talk about Because she that, was yeah. doing it for love of her family. And it brought her joy. And she said, and many people think I'm crazy that I love to wash my kitchen yeah. floor, but I, I just do. I feel like it's, 
you know. Can she still get down and do that? I was going to ask Probably getting getting uses a map the difficult part. (laughs) Maybe a Swiffer, you know. I I do enjoy Swiffer. (laughs) (laughs) The joy you feel when you can get up, when you get up from the bottom of the floor. When you can wake up. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe everyone can just set something on their on their phones or or ten ten or look for ten ten or something like that. And at ten ten, should we stop and think of our blessings? I think. Of the day, I think gratitude. Say a prayer. Yep, gratitude. I think leads to joy. Gratitude. You know, because even in sorrow, even in sorrowful, sorrowful times, there is joy and gratitude. Mm -hmm. That's that's, no. When you lose a loved one, if it's not untimely, you know, you have such gratitude for their life. And if it's untimely, that's a different thing. That's a little tragic. That's more tragic. But if it's timely, then you just have. You have joy for their life, but you're in deep grief, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, those things can completely coexist. Mm-hmm. Like you said, Jesus, they coexisted for Jesus all the time. Well, if you lose somebody um, and you, you know, people go through the line at the wake or whatever, and they're telling you about all the memories, there's joy in those memories. Mm-hmm. There's joy in those memories. Right. Right, timely or untimely, I think, mm-hmm. yeah. But mm-hmm. I see what you're saying in that it's yeah. it's more difficult to to look feel to find the joy here. Yeah. Peace. So, um, any other examples of joy that you've seen in people? I ways can, that you I notice can say joy. that you can see it when people are walking into mass. You can definitely see it. Maybe maybe it's not a big grin on their face. But you can see, what, what's the word, comportment? As they're walking, as, you can just, you can see people who have more of a sense of peace and contentment coming to church. And it's, and it's not, in there are days I don't have it, so I'm going to put myself out there and say that is not me 24-7. It's not. Um, but you can definitely see it on faces when mm-hmm. people are walking in. Yeah. Into church. And I've seen it with people who are having trouble. I see it in um, a lot in musicians. Yeah, know? I agree. Musicians feel, it's like they put themselves into it and the joy just comes out. Because it's about, they're giving something. They're giving that. Anna, uh, about the joy that we get from giving. Mm-hmm. Service. And I've noticed that, here's a little commercial, um, we have started the Children's Liturgy of the Word again here at our church. And when you see people's faces when all the children come up to the front, I don't think there are many people in our church who aren't smiling, looking at those children and that, that joy that you feel just from seeing them come up, everyone's smiling. Mm -hmm. And, and... And again, almost like what you were saying with people walking into Mass, as they walk out in this procession, they're so proud and they're so, you know, and it does, it just brings, but that's what what our little children do. They bring joy to our hearts. Sometimes worries too, but (laughs) but mostly joy. That's why I stayed in, in early childhood for 37 years, so I could witness this joy every day, you know, Um, and that joy just talking about memories, that joy brought me 
to another place. You know, right. like, like I didn't really think about my problems at home all day, all day while I was with the children. It was like freedom from anything, any problems because you're with the little ones. Well, unless somebody gets upset with somebody and you have to settle a little argument. but <laughs> It's a different, but that's, that's a also fun, a yeah. way of taking you away from. Takes you away, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's a blessing that you have. I don't know if everyone has that ability or had that ability to always mm-hmm. remove what was going on in your, you know, in your private life or in your home. And just forgetting about it and putting those children first. I mean, that's why so many of them still, to this day, come up to you, you know, in their 40s. And remember. And remember, yeah. I want you to remember together Mm was so special. Ignore my children at home. I have have 70 children right here today. (laughs) No, that's not true. (laughs) Thank you. That was a beautiful thing. So um, I didn't know how we'd do with joy. We didn't know, but we certainly have. You started us off with with um, the difference between you, uh, Lisa, and Annette, with the difference between joy and happiness it being fleeting. So we have that to think about. Right. And 1010, we have a little homework. We have a little homework. I like that, too. And next week, we're going to take it a step further and talk about peace. There you go. Hand in what hand. What brings us peace, yeah. They do, you know, and I felt like, I felt like these words belonged to St. Walter's this year because, you know, we sat with Father and we decided which homily they were going to do on which week. And I see them everywhere this year. They are like on Trinity Lutheran's right. uh, billboard. They are like in uh, this little um, book, pamphlet I picked up, you know, the, to see. They're just everywhere. So it's, I can't, we really can't claim them. I guess they belong to a lot of people, which is good I think news. they belong to the Advent wreath. Yeah, I think they belong to the Advent wreath, yeah. <laughs> But the, it's good news, you know, yeah. which is, they all are, which is Jesus. You know, hope is Jesus, joy is Jesus, love is Jesus. Peace is Jesus. Whew. How about that? How about that? Okay. Maybe Just, Julie wants to pray us out. I can pray us out today. Sure. Heavenly Father, um, thank you again for bringing us together. Thank you for these lovely ladies around this oval table. Um, thank you for the gift of this ministry, um, and thank you for the opportunity that you give each of us every day to be grateful and to pass on your message to others. Help us to continue to keep that in mind in every situation that we encounter, and help us to, you know, get go all the way through Advent until your birthday, and then remember exactly what it is that we're celebrating. We ask this in your sweet name. Amen. Thank you, Julie. Thank you, everybody. Thank you to our listeners for being here. Um, Don't forget your homework. Don't forget to join us again next week for peace. And may you all have a very joyful week. Amen. Amen. Amen.